The world's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. It is Easter as we record this uh, special edition of the Bob and Zip show without Ed Kelly. Although he's, uh, I understand, just a few minutes away and we will be joining us shortly. So we have with us uh, Zip Zip Fell, of course. I am here. I'm, I have resurrected, yes. Well, from what? From It's Easter. That's, oh, I, I went to church today, which was pre- pretty unique. What? My... Wow. That's cool. Uh, by the way, by saying it's unique, <laughs> that's, you've overshared a little bit. But, uh, but that's cool. I actually, I wished a lot of people a happy Easter. Today. I like the whole... I like the whole idea of religion thing, just not so much the um, um, the pandering and the pedophilia. I guess I'm not a huge fan of. <sighs> Spike, you what a one of the one of the best jokes on uh, Saturday Night Live's Weekend Update told all year was when the Pope said they were gonna they were gonna face the challenge of pedophilia head on, as opposed to face down ass up like they usually. <laughs> They actually said that on network they TV. They said that on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, you bet, man. That's a good one. one of the one of the great wow. ones. All right. So as you can see, we came on all spiritual. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Quick reverend. Reverend. <laughs> uh, no, but I love spirituality, and I, I'm I'm a huge fan, and I'm a huge uh, supporter of actually all of the stuff that doesn't get any play in our uh, politics or our government these days, and that yeah. is that people should love one another. And I love chocolate, yes. so it's a perfect day for all of us. <laughs> Thank you, Spike. I, anytime I, was, I, try, I was try, go yeah. ahead. No, anytime I try to be serious, I actually want you to do that. That's oh, very I nice. know. I love when you put your ass out there in the wind for me. It's wonderful. Oh. I thought I was driving today and thought. I swear, I honestly thought I was driving behind a car with a full crucifix in the tail in the in the truck truck bed. No kidding. I swear. I'm I'm looking up the road. Well, that's okay. Like, wow, that guy's got a full-on cruise. Why would that guy have a full-on crucifix in the back of his... I mean, like, we're talking life-size, not... Or, or, you know, not to be irreverent again. But no, 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 size. but... That, but I mean, well, life-size is actually a little bit... A, a little was, strange. Yeah, but... but so I'm, I'm coming up on this thing up on the freeway, coming from down the south of, of Seattle. Visited with my brother for a little bit today on Easter Sunday. Nice. And uh, come, as I get closer, I get closer. I'm like, man, that is a full crucifix in the back of this guy's pickup truck. I'm like, why would this guy have... A crucifix, and then it dawned on me. Oh, it's it's Easter Sunday. Mm. If there's ever a day to drive up and down the freeway with like you know, an unfinished Century Twenty One for sale sign in the back of your truck, <laughs> i.e. crucifix, <laughs> it's today, right? Absolutely. Yeah. All right, uh, and of course, by the time you get this podcast, Easter will have passed. But uh, oh, but feel free to hang on to it and play it next year at Easter. So. <laughs> Ed Kelly will join us shortly. I should say that I am, uh, at least, and I have been traveling. I've been in Palm Springs, and uh, we're in Seattle for a couple of days to visit with our son Andrew, and then back to Vermont. Globe trotting by. Yeah. Oh, wow. Anybody who didn't get their maple syrup, there were four boxes that didn't go out. Uh, oh. They will go out on Thursday. And. Uh, what a great supply chain issues there. At the, uh, at the his, his barge is sideways in the Suez Canal. Yeah. Yeah. Believe Tragic. it or not, there actually were supply chain issues that affected maple syrup uh, producers. Uh, apparently, there's two places that the jugs for maple syrup are made. One is in like China, of course. Another sure. place is in Canada. I don't know if there's any made in the U.S., but two of the biggest suppliers, uh, one was shut down a lot during COVID. And in Canada, they had some kind of a factory fire that destroyed the factory that makes the jugs. 
So when I started to prepare <laughs> to get jugs for maple syrup, uh, they told me, uh, look, we're running out fast, and they say they're 11 months out. Translation, next year. So wow. I, um, I said, well, what do you got? And he had blank jugs with no printing on them. It didn't say Vermont. Right, and that's the whole that's the whole deal. Well, I said that's fine. I've got a little label for Bob and Lisa's Vermont syrup, so I, that's fine. <laughs> and then I was running short on those, and I went back because I needed some more. And he said, "We're out of those. The only thing we have is jugs that say New Hampshire." <laughs> that with the skull and crossbones, or yeah. just New Hampshire? Well, New, New Hampshire is literally like as the crow flies, like four miles away. So I said, uh, I'll put a, and I did, I put an explanation in with the packages that uh, supply chain <laughs> issues. At least they didn't say Russian maple syrup yeah, or anything really. like that. All right, let's start the show. Uh, what stuff do we want to talk about today? I have a couple of ideas. Um, and, uh, but first let's, uh, I usually throw it to you guys at the end. Let's throw it to you guys at the beginning. Uh, and Zip, uh, you're always chomping at the bit. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> No, I'm. Uh, I was actually uh, thinking of talking spirituality, but I I threw it out there. You did. But I you, was, was, you did cover I was the first stoned topic. upon mm. in the center of town, and well, that okay. in that keeping it. with the theme of spirituality, we stoned you, and you know, then <laughs> we it. asked you to drag that crucifix I saw through the square. <laughs> you know, no, it's good. Whatever you want to chat. So about, you're you're handing the baton to Spike. I certainly which is am. always dangerous. Go the ahead. Yes. Well, um, I, I am. Well, I am oh, well, before process. you start, was there yeah. any feedback to last week's show about you basically talking about your need for a different job? Anything? Absolutely. Someone reached out, a longtime fan of the Bob Rivers show in Seattle, works for the state of Washington in the Department of Social and Health Services, DSHS, mm. and, uh, and, and, uh, and looked out uh, for me and alerted me of an open position as, and not to be, uh, you know, jinxing myself but there's a position that would be perfect for me wow uh, with the state of washington as a communications director for one of the various agencies at dshs wow. can, can you pass vastly, the background check um, i got clean mm. whiz and no jail time i'm perfect good, yeah that's good um i'm i'm grossly unqualified <laughs> for this position um it, but it's funny I, i'm really not i have it's exactly never stopped state workers sets. before <laughs> Nobody knows the shovel I've leaned on. Nobody knows my sorrow. Um, I have, I have exactly what they're looking for, but with a with a state position. Um, and luckily, the friend who reached out to me, I've met before at various impaler functions. Her husband and my brother are friends. There's you know six degrees of Kevin Bacon in our in our lineage here. Um, and she really um, has given me a few inside tips on exactly what they're looking for, how to frame my experiences and my qualifications in the most fulfilling light to the process of a state position because they literally have, you know, you got to check every single box. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And, and without each one of these experiential and um, you know, different qualification levels, you, you aren't even considered for the job, so. Uh, are um, you, you, you should not jinx it. You should not tell us what the job is. So uh, well, go ahead, yeah, what is it? <laughs> um, um, you know, the, the state needs someone to reframe the conversation about mental health care in the state of Washington. Oh, wow. 
as as it's gotten quite a few um, lumps and and you know waves of bad publicity over the recent years. There have been some genuine slip ups and missteps on behalf of the state, and uh, genuine efforts are being made to to correct the issues. And you know, I mean, it's it's the the state of mental health in in general in America is in hor- horrific shape, much to the detriment of all of our our lives. Give Even me not, give me some specifics about when you say mental health. You are referring to how we care for people or perhaps don't care for them, as in the case of the homeless. Yeah. Is yeah. that it? Yeah. Specifically, yeah. Okay. The, state, the state's efforts um, for mental health on behalf of our citizens of need, you know, has has dropped the ball through, uh, through you know, misprioritization of, of resources from, from the top down. And, you know, folks have, you know, there, there have been a few instances that really didn't didn't treat the patients as well as they deserve to be treated. And now, they're trying to reframe the argument. Now, um, tell a story as an example of this, if you could. Storytelling always works really well. Plus, if you make it really about a real human being, then um, you might you might avoid some of the uh, divisive kind of talk that I think trying to help people sometimes brings out. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Well, there, you know, uh, in... Specifically, and not to get too specific, because there have been legal um, cases brought against the state for care or lack of care or insufficient or, you know, um, insufficient care, neglect and whatnot, those kind of things. And that's kind of the way people of the state of Washington see the state's mental health yes. resources. It's been, criticized, to... it's been criticized in the public square. Yeah, but, but humanize it for me a little bit. Can you, can you talk about a specific person or case or something that shows um, that you, we're uh, not... At, at, right now, I don't have any specifics to share. Honestly, it, I'm, I'm literally just now in the last four days looking at this opportunity, um, trying to get all of my... Uh, resources. Right. Can you do this? Can you just make something up for me as if it were true? Sure. I know you can do this. You know, um, <laughs> there have been. Oh, because, because you, you know what I'm doing right now. I'm trying to be your campaign manager for getting sure. this job because there... telling stories that uh, about real people, like yeah. when people think mental health, they think the tent cities. You know, they think the homeless. They think and the they people. should because the reason more people are <clears throat> drug addicted and uh, and and find themselves on the streets. Um, most of those people have mental health issues that have not been addressed due to um, due to lack of funding, due to lack of resources. Is it all lack programs. of funding or is it lack of caring? Uh, from a public perspective, yeah. I think it's it's I think it's a lack of of empathy from a public perspective is is a major portion yeah. of the problem. So that's Absolutely. that's what I was getting at. So yeah. so for example, to just say we're not doing a good job, we're doing this, we're doing that. And and then people will, some people will say, but that's the governor's fault and the tent cities and those people should lift themselves by their bootstraps. And then they sure. won't understand what mental illness is unless you can get some real stories of real people. And as I said, you could make one up on the spot the way you always sure. improvise. Sure, there's <laughs> Joe. Joe who lives under a bridge downtown at the sure. intersection of I-90 and I-5. Yeah. You know, um, and the problem is Joe who has... You know, lived a long, full life, worked a full career. He used to have a career. Absolutely. You know, in a manufacturing career, one of the biggest manufacturing careers in all of you know, Did they make Washington. airplanes or something like that? I'm no. not going to say specifically where he worked, but you, you know where I'm going with this. Yeah. <laughs> going with Boeing. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, you know, here's a gentleman whose mental health um, issues. And did it decline over, like, did he catch something or was he? No, he, he, had, a, he had an issue that, that required 
you know, medicative uh, treatments, okay. ongoing medication treatments, uh, pharmaceutical, you know, psychedelic, but I'm not sure, psychopharmacal. Psychotropic. Psychotropic, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah uh, antidepressants, that kind of stuff, yes. yeah. Well, you know. They put everybody the, on that, by the way. They tried that on me for a couple of years, so go well, ahead. Well, you know, when someone doesn't, when, can't, can't keep a job because of their mental health issues. Did you know that I was insurance. once in a, a mental health facility? Yeah, you did. Did I know? Yeah. I didn't know I could talk about it. This is great. Well, this could be the best show ever. <laughs> you're, you're yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, yes. Now, before I went into uh, treatment uh, for uh, alcoholism and various other isms, um, yeah, I had a, a mental collapse. So I have. I mean. I'm going to humanize this for you, Spike. I'm going to sure. be the subject of your story sure. because... Well, you, you were fortunate enough to have health insurance that provided you with mental health care. More than that. And a company that you worked with that yes. cared for you as a human. So when we first arrived in Seattle, I was coming to grips with my inability to have an off switch for uh, party materials. How's that? That a sinus condition. That a sinus condition. <laughs> yes, yes. And um, and it basically led to a, a, an emotional and mental collapse. And um, yeah, and when, and when that happened, I was, I mean, they didn't call it the funny farm, but I was in an institution for one week. Well, you know, the, I think the, the professional clinical definition is the soft wall hotel. It was like that. Uh, you know, I don't really know many clinical terms, but I know that one. To give you an idea, by the way, I had been, I didn't work at Boeing, but I had been reasonably successful, reasonably professional, and I didn't, um, you know, I just didn't, couldn't handle the stress. And so it can happen to anybody, I guess, right. is and, what and I'm you saying. Weren't, you weren't kicked to the curb. No, the Most company that we yeah. worked for was actually an insurance company that had invested in radio stations because they thought it was a nice cash business. And um, because the home office was an insurance company, in fact, when I, uh, when I basically collapsed and got sick and went into treatment, they said, oh, um, I thought they were going to fire me. Yeah. They said, oh, if we can fix him, um, you know, if he can get better then we'll have an even better employee than the one we hired. Right. And if he can't... Damage. Imagine if he's whole. And yeah. if he, and if we... By the way, and, and the president of the company was very honest with me about this later. He said, and if we can't, he's given us all the reason to fire him for cause. <laughs> <laughs> See, Let it's me, a win-win. Yeah, no, we had this situation. So anyway, I, for mental health, and I know you've dealt with handicapped people and other people that have challenges. And so I guess what I suggest is you humanize it you can use me if you want to, but... I can appreciate that. Well, yeah. it's, it's it, more importantly, I mean, for me, as I'm telling my story to this opportunity, you know, uh, one thing you have to do first off is write a letter of interest, why you're interested in the position. All right. And I took that opportunity to convey how my family's benefited from services available through the state. I mean, over the last two years, as the whole world went sideways, you know, first my career was pulled out from underneath of me from a corporate perspective because right, the company right. I was with, they had to make financial changes to their creditors and debtors and what, you know, they, they made changes for their bottom line, which left me without a career. And mm -hmm. my family was, you know, I went on the dole. You know, we, we, and it's, it's a tough thing to Wait admit a minute. for Did, somebody. So you do have your own story. So pretty much Absolutely. all of us, including Zip, if he's honest, have had mental health issues. 
Yes, sure. I'd agree. I wanted to ask you, Bob, sure. in, your, in your instance, was the company backing you because it was substance-related and not so much mental health? That's my question. Um, you know, interestingly, I, I think it was both. Um, I've had, you know, I had issues my whole life of various kinds of dysfunction. Uh, I think they backed it because um, I was willing to get treatment. I think, like I said, he would have... Uh, this wonderful man who was the president of the company at the time um, would have certainly, you know, hit reboot and found someone else. Um, but being an insurance company, they saw an illness as a temporary thing. And they saw it as something to be covered. They, you know what insurance companies do? They, um, right. they cover <clears throat> you. Um, and I can name the insurance company it was nationwide broadcasting at the time which was the insurance company and nationwide is on your side hmm. they were uh, certainly on yours as long as you stay clean and sober otherwise you're on the other side <laughs> you're out <laughs> uh, with without going into too terrible much detail you can sort of fact. tell i'm not hiding anything so feel free to ask <laughs> no i just you know in my case it was alcohol related right yeah mine alcohol and you know snortables and Whatever would keep the cash machine uh, withdrawing money all night long was that. So in my scenario, the company backed me, and I'm not going to name any names, but I was very thankful that they did at the time. When I got out of treatment, I went back to work, and that very same day, they changed the format and fired the entire air staff, including myself, wow. which I think they waited for me. They had to, I think, by law. But, oh, because, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold my job open. Because it was treatment and rehabilitation. Got it. I never thought about that back then. Hey, Spike. Yeah, boss. Now you've got three personal stories to tell them of people who have mental health issues. And it's the three of us. I'm rewriting my letter right now. (laughs) (laughs) But you're not going to hire you on the basis of you knowing these other two. But let's get to to the crux of the, um, uh, what I think is the issue. Um, Are we morally uh, deficient because we had these issues? Or do we deserve, and do all people deserve, help when they need it? Um, I, I believe, uh, I, I don't believe in it as a handout. I believe it as, a, as an investment in society. Yeah. And a hand up is the way it's like, it's yeah. best yeah. framed. It's, you know, but be, but uh, as an investment, because it, yeah. look, it paid off. We became productive members of society. We managed and got over our dysfunctions enough to, uh, you know, as you said, you got a clean uh, record. <laughs> I do. You know, I've, I, I know, I'm, I'm eminently employable. Right. Right. You know, it's the, 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 the drawbacks on me are age. You know, that's my age is my, my biggest. Oh yeah, for that position. Downfall right now. Well, but, but you know, it's, it's the, the thing about working for the state. Right. Is that's one of the few things, the few places that don't subject their applicants to ageism. Oh, In that's a corporate true. world. You know, in a corporate world, they want the young hungry that they can underpay plus, and expect mm, a longer time served yes. for, you know, with the company. But if you're you know, plus, if you're older, you're not going to accrue as big a pension when you do quit. So that's good. This is true. And All right, if Ed, I can get Ed Kelly in. is joining us. He has no idea what we're talking about. Ed, we're talking about mental illness, and it turns out we were just talking about the three of us. Yeah, flag on the flag. <laughs> Call yourself a contributor to society, Rivers. Give me a, give me a goddamn break, Nurse Ratchet. Take him outside. Awesome. Uh, uh, 
Hi, guys. Hi, Ed. How are you doing? Good evening. I'm well. I'm full of Thanksgiving uh, dinner and uh, had a good time. Oh, perfect. So Spike is, is that uh, Canadian Thanksgiving? Uh, yes, it, it is. In fact, tomorrow is Thanksgiving Monday, which Americans don't celebrate, but ah, uh, we, okay. we do. So we were talking about uh, after the show last week when Spike uh, bared his soul. Yes, he did. About needing a job that he could feel enthused about. A job has come along that involves working with the public in PR uh, on behalf of their efforts to um, aid people with mental health issues. Oh, it's a crisis. I mean, it's really epic yes. proportion pandemic. It really is. Yeah. yeah. Never yeah. been a greater need for people to be aware of the resources available to them and for yeah. the state to make sure that, the, that they're, let, they're, they're delivering on and, their products. And what you missed, Ed, is we were trying to see like if Spike could have some great story of individuals who needed help and got help, and then it turns out that all three of us have mental health issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you've been and you're treated as yeah. such. I'm going to say, you're preaching to the choir. I've known yeah. this for many, many uh, yeah, decades. Right? Exactly. <laughs> but you, yes. you have not right you've never been in a um soft wall hotel <laughs> <of any room. laughs> i plead the fifth okay is it the fifth or the first no i have had i have suffered uh, depression as has uh, every member okay. of the family yeah, so it, so here's the question yeah. is um is someone who's suffering from some mental health issue hmm. is it a good use of our resources to help them get better. I mean, obviously, all of us think it is. Oh, that's as penny wise as it gets. Yeah. Think about it. I mean, the stat, the crime stats go down. Everything is reduced right. if you if you if you nip it in the bud. And I'm, I'm not going to go into an impression with that, but I mean, you really yeah, do. Nip it in the bud. Go ahead, do your Andy <laughs> of Mayberry. I, I, no, Andy, you know we got to nip this thing in the bud. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's not no, Andy. I'm, that's uh, no. what's his name? That's, uh, Barney Fife. Barney. Yeah. Barney. Yeah. Oh, one of my Doctor favorite. Fife to you, Bob. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One of five my... five clinical psychologists. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so Spike, is there anything we can do to help? Um, you know what? You've you've done more than uh, than I deserved. You gave me a forum uh, to an audience that really genuinely cares about us as individuals because we've got a long term relationship with them. History, and that's what yeah. that's what caused this person to reach out to me and say, "Hey, we we." And she actually said, "My the, the lady who reached out to me," and I'll keep her anonymous in case you know I don't want to her yeah but sure. she said you know this position opened up three years ago and i should have called you then ah, I, i've mm -hmm. been kicking myself for three years for not calling you when it was available three years ago but the person that's in that role is leaving to take the same role in a different division wow we have this opening now and they and thought said, of you want, three years yeah. ago yeah, so nobody's said, I, I hit the floor mm. yeah right it's a beautiful so, thing I, and, I, and i hope i hope i'm able to put myself in a position to show them what i can do and tell my story and tell their story you know, another fit. another resource that we failed to mention would be Rob Barnett. Ah, well, um, Rob, I, you know, believe me, I, I'm I'm a Facebook friend of Rob, and I comment on his, I watch his daily videos. But Rob is in the, uh, he's in the, he hires the people that fire people like me. Well, he's, he's, <laughs> to, to, he's to a headhunter. Yeah, yeah. He this is a headhunter. For the audience, knows the game. This is a friend yeah. of ours who used to be the president of CBS Radio. Uh, yeah. So he yeah. and he at one time was the. Uh, program director of MTV during their heyday. Yes, um, he was at VH1 and instrumental in hiring this fellow named John Stewart and, to yeah. try and do this show called The Daily Show. So he's he's a huge contact we have. But gosh, Spike, you're so honest. 
he fires people like us. <laughs> well, he, doesn't, well, he doesn't fire people like us, but the, but the people he used to work for fire people like us. Right. Yeah, he, he yeah. is a person who finds executives positions in the industry. Right. Not right. just executives, but, but you know. Yeah. Just from his perspective, his viewpoint, I mean, yeah. he, he of all I, people. No, here, and here's the other thing, and I sort of wanted to say this to Spike last week, and I said it indirectly. The farther you away you get from a decaying industry. Oh, I know, I know. I tell you, I was, I was about to say that if I try to find a job in radio, my wife will go. She will yeah. leave me. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and there, Spike, no ch- hey, by the way, you- I love... I love radio and I love the people that are still in it and have shows, though the the 10% of them that are awesome yeah. that are left. But most of it is a computer in a closet, you know, segueing hits that are picked yeah. by a computer algorithm. And um, and Spotify does it better. And yeah. every time I listen to our local radio stations, many of which I worked for and at one time or another, you hear portions of the following pro- program have been pre-recorded. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which means but, that guy ain't that guy couldn't pronounce squim or silicon <laughs> or <laughs> hump tulips. See, he might he might get hump tulips because that's phonetically hump correct. <laughs> but you know, this guy couldn't pronounce puyallup if, sure. if it was a gun to his head. I'd have to kill him. Yeah. So and you so know, so our direct correlation with our own mental health issues, the radio industry. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> let's uh, let's move on. Ed Kelly has joined us. Ed, do you have? A, I, I'm going opposite. Usually, I do topics and then throw it to you guys at the end. Uh, yeah. Tonight I want to ask you: Is there something you want to talk about? No, I'm I'm going to feel a little bit of guilt, and uh, my tummy may uh, may trade me. And I, ha- I, you know, when I go to other people's homes for meals, I I'm I'm a practicing, but cheating pescatarian. I, I try to survive largely on seafood, um, but they served ham and. Pigs have the personality of dogs, and they have a higher IQ. <laughs> so I had a little piggy from the market, and I, I'm I'm probably going to feel bad about it later. Wait a minute. I'm trying to figure out what that topic was. <laughs> it was it was um, just the Easter dinner guilt. was was against yeah guilt yeah. Oh, the Easter dinner was against you. Oh, you're mostly vegetarian. Yeah, I'm not not vegetarian, pescatarian, which is fish. Okay, does this yeah. pig get thrown in the water and swim across the pond? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was already cooked. And when I'm a guest at somebody's home, I eat what they serve. And I oh, well, if you weigh a pig, it's on a scale, and since fish have scales, I think uh, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> You oh, should have been all, No, but seriously. We gotta send him to law school. We really should. Seriously, that's guilt. So you're feeling guilty because you ate pig on Easter Sunday. Well But you did it to be po- a polite dinner guest. Yeah. Um, you know. That's weird. Now, so you don't eat um you don't eat meat. When I go to Costco, I, I look away from the meat section because I, I, I'm an environmentalist about it's really for environmental reasons because I know the amount of, you know, uh-huh. resources it takes to raise cattle and how they're raised. I, I, I just I, I started out a vegetarian because I had an agent who said, oh, I don't eat anything with eyes. And I thought, oh, oh, I never thought of that. And I stopped eating everything. And then. Lost about twenty pounds yeah. in the process, and I, then I only gradu- eat I only eat uh, animals with eyes on the opposite sides of their head. <laughs> right. So I, then I thought, you know, Jesus ate fish. Okay. Yeah, he was okay with it. Yeah. I mean, Christ ate but, fish, surely. Just, but just the one, right? Yeah, well, he one only one. used one. Yeah. yeah. And, he crea- and he created just the whole, you know, the whole. Yeah. Uh, he fed right. the whole hill. Oh. Yeah. All right, was ready? It, wasn't Mrs. Paul one of the apostles? <laughs> <laughs> it was Mrs. Apostle. Yeah, yes. Mrs. Paul. Yeah. <laughs> funny. All right. They're really funny. I love your um, sense of uh, honor and integrity. Uh, it's a Canadian thing, I think. 
or it's, something. It sure as hell ain't America. These days it ain't America. All right. All right. Let's uh, let's go to um, let's go to my first uh, topic idea. Hang on a second. I got to sneeze. There were desert flowers in uh, Palm Springs, and I think I'm still getting over some allergies. Really? Or I've got a really mild case of COVID. We'll find out. Uh, I'm sorry. There were there were desert flowers in Palm Springs. (laughs) (laughs) So okay. Uh, An editorial. I think I'm not sure where this editorial was. It might have been the Wall Street (laughs) Journal. I, I click these things and make copies of them, uh, like I do uh, screenshots, so I don't uh, forget them. And then sometimes I... Uh, Peggy Noonan, does she write for the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal? Oh, uh, gosh, I know that name. Anyway, I read this in the I, Wall Street Journal, I'm pretty sure. Uh, she has this idea, which I had never heard before. You guys uh, may have heard of this idea. How to protect children, because, as you know, the Internet is a pretty, uh, when you think of when we were kids, you know, the TV shows and the, um, you know, the FCC, making sure we didn't hear any of the seven dirty words and all of that. Right. Oh, God, yeah. And porn, I mean, to me, porn was with my friend Mark's dad accidentally left a Playboy next to a Sports Illustrated in a magazine. Last January. Yeah, I dated her and for about a year and a half. Sure. And in a real pinch, National Geographic, let's be honest. In the Sears catalog, guys, come on. Yeah, absolutely. The bra page. You, know, Ooh, the, you betcha, baby. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so, hell, the Some Girls album cover got me going. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Excuse us. Sorry, Bob. Yes, Go it's ahead. all good. Thank we, you, Beavis, we, Butthead, and Ed Kelly. I appreciate all three of you. Um, so, um, so, to me, it always seems odd when a similar thing to something we went through becomes an issue today, mm. but it's framed entirely differently. And um, with the internet, there's a big argument going on now about free speech. Oh yeah. And any effort to uh, regulate or, uh, I use the word curate, but the word that a lot of people like to choose is censor Censorship, yeah. anything. Uh, becomes part of uh, what's uh, this quote cancel culture. Now I, I don't know if cancel if, if like protecting children means cancel culture, unless of course you're canceling teaching them about slavery in U.S. history. But then it's okay. It's uh, very confusing to me. Anyway, so Peggy Noonan writes uh, that um, basically she thinks I'm going to sum this up uh-huh. that social media. You should have to be 18 to go on social media. Wow. You should have to verify your identity and your age, just like getting into a bar. And, um, and when I read it, uh, and by the way, when you read it, um, she doesn't even use all the arguments I would have for it. But when you read it, it makes sense. It's protecting children. And maybe the age isn't 18, maybe it's 16. Like when I was a kid, you could buy a pack of cigarettes at 16. Yeah. But you couldn't buy it. At 15, and that wasn't like, you know, that wasn't the about... The biggest difference, yeah. Yeah, and, and also when I was a kid, you know, I'd watch shows like, you know, Jim Neighbors on, uh, what was that show? 
Well, Gomer Pyle or USMC? Gomer Pyle USMC? Is that it, Bob? That's right. Yeah, I knew it. I'm not. I'm not being obvious and getting it to do some of his cool voices. Shazam! But he would say Shazam. He wouldn't say Shut up, you motherfucking pile. You know. Oh my goodness! Pile! Right. The 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 Sarge on the internet would talk entirely differently than the Sarge that children were allowed to watch. Aunt B, can I have a bar of soap from Bob's mouth, please? You see what I'm oh. saying? Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the Sarge from Full Metal Jacket was the real McCoy. Yeah. Sergeant Carter on Gomer Powell USMC was washed. But yes. my, my argument here is we used to protect children. Mm-hmm. And so I think we should have an internet for children. Um, and I Bifurcate think, is what you're asking to do. What's that? I think that's called bifurcating. It, what does bifurcating mean? And making it two separate from one. Yeah. Um, I guess. I got I, a name already. I got the name, Bob. All right, what is it? Clickalodian. Clickalodian. Yeah. <laughs> Let's copyright that right okay. now. But get, now, all right. Get him into advertising. Okay. <laughs> See? I like it. I like it. Very good. So, um, and by the way, she was attacked uh, for this. Uh, here's a letter writer. Seriously? Really? Oh, yeah. Peggy Noonan's proposal to ban everyone at, for, under 18 from all social media sites uh, would turn every kid into an instant criminal for seeking access to information and culture on the dominant medium of their generation. I wonder how she would have felt about adults proposing to ban all kids from listening to TV or radio during her youth. That's what got me, by the way, when this letter writer said that. I was yeah. like, hold on. TV and radio were That's regulated a, yeah. to make sure they were safe for kids. Exactly. Yep. Safe harbor, remember? And then so this letter writer goes on to say, let's work to empower parents to help them guide their children's digital experiences. Fuck you. Listen, if freaking, <laughs> if freaking Mark Zuckerberg with all the billions of dollars of the world can't stop shit from happening online, you think a, par- <laughs> yeah. a concerned parent is going to bring... Sorry. <laughs> Too many can't even kids. stop ads from being paid for in rubles. Come on. Let yes, them, let them right. <laughs> Jesus. Let's empower parents to let their kids live in yeah. this cesspool. And by the way, it is Why a cesspool. I, Every one of us Why knows. Why don't I buy Twitter? <laughs> I can control Twitter if I buy it. Okay. Well, it, right. it, it, it so, seems to me yeah. if, you want, if you want to give parents control, and, 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 you, and you should. Parents should have a vested interest in what their kids are doing online my yeah. sister is having a horrible time do you think parents um, have time to police the internet well l- let me let me say let me make okay. this point Go real ahead. quick my sister's yeah. having a terrible time with my niece on the on social media and it's not that the kids go into websites she shouldn't go to or that but she's interacting with friends on social media who are just bad kids who are mm. ingrate <gasps> and 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 troubled mentally speaking of you know, mental health comes into play here as well these are kids yeah. who really have issues and they're the ones that my my niece is interacting with. So my daughter, my my sister is having a horrible time with her daughter through social media. And so what she and does to combat out. that is that she she is uh, mirrored her daughter's account. She Good. said you can have as you can have as much access as you want, but no, I'm going to see everything you see. I'm going to see mm-hmm. everything you look at, everything you write, everywhere you go. I have access to that. So if you want to have the freedom. And the responsibility and the right to go and do live a life, know that when you make choices that are against our guidelines, you're going to forego your access. Mm-hmm. And you like I mean, that? It's always if, the ki- I, th- I think that's the, the only can, way you can yeah. do it. You think it's the only yeah. way? Okay. So you, you are not for... 
Let me put it this way. Do you think we should just sell liquor to kids at five so they can be stoned and <laughs> drunk while they're on the <laughs> internet, too? What do you think this is? Not Italy? at all. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. You know, Why? In Germany, if you, if you can reach it, you can have it because it can do damage <laughs> to a young, developing mind. That's true. Uh, it's what I think about the absolute psyops that are happening online. Here's what's I going agree, on I online. agree with you yeah. completely. All right. Misinformation, disinformation, deliberate polarization, ideological mm -hmm. bias, hidden data harvesting, antitrust, yep. First Amendment rights, uh, deliberately addicting users, the routine acquisition and selling of private information, not to mention mm. pornography. You guys ever seen some of that stuff? Apparently, it's online. Um, <laughs> well, and, and apparently, as far as Peggy News is concerned, you can star in porn, but not watch porn pre-18. And I'm not saying Peggy's pro-pedophile. That means that would put her on in the Supreme Court. But, you know, sure, of course, it's it's a crazy. Oh, here's, here's one. Here's one. Other like like I did that. That was good. Yeah. Facebook. <laughs> yes. Facebook, um, when the whistleblower came out, basically they found the documents that they knew that Instagram was damaging the mental health of children and teenagers. They had internal documents showing that Instagram knew of studies showing increased suicide and eating big disorders tech. amongst young girls. Yeah, and absolutely. Big Tech talked about what they could do about it and decided not to. So again... Doesn't that sound at least as dangerous as a bar that you have to show an ID to get into? Oh, it's, it's way, way more dangerous. It Thank you. Because yeah. it's, it pervade, it's pervasive into every aspect of every moment of your life. Yes. And so the reason what, Big what Tech happened? won't do anything, you know why Big yeah. Tech won't do anything? No. Because the regulators who are supposed to make the rules that they're supposed to follow, these 80-some-year-old white guys, yeah. don't know how to, don't know how to yes. open their car door. Let alone, you know, control yes. the mechanisms of the of social media. Oh, yes. Peggy talks about that too. She says that when the tech guy I don't know if she said this or I read in a different article, when the tech guys went up in front of Congress, they basically looked at each other and says, These palookas don't know shit. We're just no, gonna keep don't. making yeah. fucking money. No. Yeah, and they've asked on. to be regulated. Yes. But they here's have. the other thing. Your children are the product, just as if you get something for free on the internet. You are the product, right. and it's your information and the data that's being collected about you and resold mm -hmm. that is the product, and there are no regulations to make sure that's done with any integrity. So that's another reason you're letting your children wander into this spying, controlling, algorithmic it's ruining but adults. Yeah, it's manipulating. That's the yeah. word. Manipulating. Yes. It is. And we want yeah. to let it ruin children. So anyway, that's uh, that was my... So how do you piece. control it without trampling on the founding fathers? I think you Regulation. go back. I think you go back to the future. You recognize that the more things oh. change... The more, thank you. The more, <laughs> Marty McFly, yes. Capital um, idea. Where we're going, we won't need whatever he said. We, we won't need porn. Yeah. What? Okay. Really? Yes, we will. That's the future. Keep it. So you go back to things society has done before to protect children. The problem is now that big tech is so used to printing money by giving us free stuff. Right. That there's nobody with integrity that wants to point out the damage and the risk, and uh, so I think that I think Peggy's on the money. I think that um, honestly, I, I think the internet. She, I think you should have a driver's license sort of exam uh, to use it. You should be uh, taught critical thinking and ethics and researching, and uh, you should be. You should have to take a course in. Um, uh, what do they call it? Hyperbole. A course in hyperbole yeah. and, and a course in propaganda 
Uh, we should educate our society, shouldn't we? Our, our Snopes should be the, the landing page. Well, no, no, right. no, okay. <laughs> it's funny. I love that, Ed. Uh, and my heart's with you. Uh, but I'm equally Republican when it comes to free speech. I don't mm-hmm. think speech should be banned. I don't think Trump should have been taken off Twitter. I think we're doing it in all the wrong ways. Mm. And I think that... Um, uh, you know, a, I, 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 I can't go there with you. I know you can't. Well, it's because I, 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 you're, you're in your I, I think, I, reverb no, center. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, don't think, I don't think anybody from the Democratic Party should be allowed to go on a public forum and spread willfully spread misinformation. But it happened. Uh, I'm sorry, that's called freedom of speech. Health. I think no, we should no, no, be no, able I, to willfully... I can't go in... I, there, 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 it's, they, no one took away Trump's freedom of By speech. By the way... Freedom of speech isn't freedom from consequence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on a second. Before. But the dangerous precedent of causing a United States president who has never been convicted of anything to be removed from a, a social media account Literally permanently, it wasn't a, a suspension or anything like that. The um, first couple were that no, but that has the that has created forty percent of the population who have lost their trust in what freedom of speech means. And believe me, uh, bad speech is what freedom of speech was invented for: assholes and and misinformation and bullshitters. Now you've, you've got at least a, a junior achievement badge and bullshit yourself, so you know what I'm talking about. Um, part part of part of our part wow. of our our. Our country's governmental doctrine is to promote the general welfare. Yeah, that's a big, big phrase. What does that mean? It means something different well, to everybody. That that means you don't let someone with the, with the access or, and the power of, of of speech that Trump had. You can't give them the pl- platform anymore. That's, that's an elusive bar, though, to 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 define free speech. You don't agree with has to be yeah. protected, Spike. So you he, have he the was floor. baiting you, Spike. Yeah. 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 Uh, here's well, the bait. I, and by the way, <laughs> I'm going to give you a full uninterrupted minute, and I'm going to time it. Thank wow. you. Um, I I am all for free speech, and anyone, even hate speech, is free speech, but it's not free from consequence. And when someone is warned repeatedly that you are you are spreading absolute provable falsehoods that are endangering the public good, endangering public health. And in, who in decides middle, what endangers? Sorry, I didn't yeah. I couldn't even, didn't even go 20 I, seconds. It's my fault. I, I, I'm sorry. I think I think probably the the, <laughs> the, the government center, decider of what's dangerous. <laughs> I think people who have maybe scientists who have studied pandemics and disease and viruses who know what cause and effect How is. How do we appoint to, these scientists to decide who gets banned? I think we go with the folks who actually went to fucking school. All right, Call but, me crazy. But, but who appoints them in charge of censorship? Again, you're saying, well, I, who knows, Bob? I don't know. I guess, you know, the, if we can find the oldest right. dotering sleeping at the wheel president, like maybe Biden, <laughs> let him appoint them. All right. That's I'm just sleepy Joe. By the way, every time I interrupt you, I reset the clock. You get a whole minute. Keep going. <laughs> this is going to work I, I, out I, well I, for you. Trust me. I understand. Bye. <laughs> My point uh, just being freedom of, I'm all for freedom of speech, but not for freedom from consequence. And I've said that so many times before. Yeah. You know, if I can't, I can't go to a movie theater and yell fire because it'll cause a panic and a public. Right. Um, and you, you would know, be arrested. And, and, and I would. You know why you would be arrested? And I, and I, uh, because I'm endangering the public. No, because you're not a billionaire. Sorry. <laughs> well, <there you laughs> I, I just reset the clock. You have a full minute. Keep going. 
Fire! <laughs> I can't. I can't argue your reality. I mean, you talk about Trump never being. Wait a minute. You disagree crime, with that—that that the billionaires get away with stuff that you can't get away with? No, I don't disagree just, at all. Oh, okay. Is it just me, or is this like an old married yeah, couple? Keep agreeing with me, but I'll reset the clock every time I interrupt. Spike, you have the floor. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> that's it. And by the way, that's I'm how. Out. That's how our moral character gets worn down. We give up. Yeah. I'm tired of right. Trump. I am tired of, and and I do agree with you that actions have consequences. But I think, uh, and this segues to the next topic. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard that Elon Musk wants to buy Twitter. Wants to buy Twitter. Twitter. Yes. Yeah, that was my reference earlier. Twitter. And one of the first things I suspect he would do, and it's not the only thing I think he would do. And by the way, I think he'd be a great owner of Twitter for lots of reasons. But he would um, reinstate Trump. He would give him an account back. He's a, totally mm. against censorship. And I am against, I, I am for curation, but I am completely against censorship. So the way I would have handled Trump is um, entirely different. I would have suspended him for a while and then got him back on. And How many, how many and, strikes do you give him then? They did that. How many strikes it, do you give him? It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if he's continually getting suspended. He's like Howard Stern and he gets really famous because everybody's trying to shut him up. But you still can't, you can't just deplatform him without it eroding the trust. Keep in mind, 40% of America thinks exactly the opposite of you and thinks that Joe Biden is the pedophile. And the issue we well, have... the good news is 60% of people don't think that way. Um, okay, is that good news? At least we're ahead So if you only have cancer in 40% the of your body, 60% of your body is happy. No, it's so, bad. So what's worth, what's yeah. worth six, 40% of the people being completely hoodwinked? They're not hoodwinked. Well, if they think Joe Biden's the pedophile and Trump is, and Trump is Look, the same, they have, they have what information they have, and all mm. of us are responsible for the breakdown of trust in society that's been happening because okay. we've all played it selfishly uh, and, and countered it poorly. Here's the thing. Fake news. All right. Mm -hmm. So this has been a big thing. Um, where's the commission to study it, and uh, what have we done to actually uh, try and improve that situation on either side? Ban Trump. Step one was good. That's not. He's not the source of fake news. He's. Oh, what a bet! No, he's a. He's <laughs> really. A, he's a P.T. Barnum who who took advantage of what is weak in our society. Oh, because it's yeah. been going on for thirty years. Yeah, 40 it's been years. going on for a long. It's it's yeah. it's been going on as long as humanity has existed, mm -hmm. but we used to have more teamwork, more trust, and more yeah. civility in our society, and no one's working on those problems. Oh, we Russian Newt, both of them. That, they started it all. <laughs> yeah. all right. We used to deal with each other from the perspective of at least truthful, honest debate. No. Mm. No. Yes. We no, did. go back to the Founding Fathers, read some of the autobiographies. They were worried about this sort of thing happening where we'd get hyperbolic and out of control, and we had all sorts of checks and balances to calm things down. But now we have social media that inflames the population for product, for profit, and spies on us. And the more inflamed we are, um, you know, the more money they make. And so we have all this keyboard courage and uh, we no longer trust each other. And it's dangerous because when I look at cartoons about Russia and how those people are being hoodwinked into thinking Putin is great, mm -hmm. I don't see it as much different from America. No. A lot of parallels. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think we got to stop calling other side idiots. Uh, there's, a, there's a saying that the solution to... Um, 
bad speech or uh, the solution to free freedom of speech is more, uh, uh, bad speech is more speech. The solution is to actually work on the problems, not to just ban the other side or call each other names. Anyway, I'm getting annoying because I'm the only one with this opinion, so I'm going to shut up. <laughs> no, because <laughs> I, still, I still owe Spike a full uninterrupted minute and, uh, you know, made him tired. He doesn't want it now. <laughs> I do want it. I just, I'm, 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 I'm bobbing and weaving here like a Sonny Liston, you know. I'm it's okay. Punched in <laughs> okay. Head. And, and you know, that's my thing is to refuse to be in lockstep with the rest of the media narratives you're, because. Yeah, you're Don Quixote. Yeah. Well, they're all, they're all BS. And, and it's not even that they're BS because opinions are wonderful. They're like assholes. We all have one. <laughs> but they, but what they do is keep people divided, and they don't have any plan for a solution. Like as if you could yell loud enough, then someone would go, "You're right, I was hoodwinked." No, it's not going to happen that way. So uh, seek first to listen and be heard, and then to, uh, um, you know, to, to understand, and then to be heard. Yeah, I guess. Um, but Part of our human nature must enjoy that. Enjoy the chaos. Yes. Enjoy the uh, fraction. Can I say something really quiet? The drama. I have, yes. I have to whisper this. <laughs> I figured out a few years ago, my wife enjoys fighting with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you record everything we say? Are you crazy? <laughs> yeah. No, and I, I figured, I, I realized, oh, it's actually kind of fun for her. Yeah. And I was taking it it's seriously. Sparring, and that's, yes. you, Spike, you watch how we we used to. I know. Yeah, and well, now it's like Lucy and care, Desi were yeah, having you, fun. You, you care <laughs> for each other's well-being. Yes. And that's what's missing. But that's the thing. Humans like the drama. Remember, we're a carnivorous species except for Ed. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's why we love sports. That's why sports is so gigantic. Well, yes. And boxing. We're, Remember, a remember what a flop! League. Remember what a flop the petting zoo was in Rome. Mm. But as soon as I started feeding those Christians to the lions, yeah. <laughs> you couldn't get a ticket. So that was originally a petting zoo. I it was a know. petting zoo. <laughs> so now you're onto it, Spike. So we are being controlled by these algorithms and made. To, uh, George Carlin said this well, probably 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. They make us fight with each other to distract us from what they're doing and keep us. Uh, keep us down and we're all being used um all of this fighting is is senseless uh and trump was really just uh, pt barnum i mean the reason that uh the reason that he did so well is because it worked it worked hugely well his his uh, approval ratings way higher than biden's even at even though it wasn't that great and biden i i got i don't think he's done anything terrible but we have inflation, we have high prices, we have a war, he, we have all he's this. He's a bit anemic. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't even know if he is. I, I actually think he's a pretty good man. Um, and I've followed his career literally through all my adult life. Same here. I he's always from thought, Delaware. I'm from Maryland. He's yeah. been my, my boy for 40 years. I've man. read uh, not his whole book, but I've read uh, enough of his writing to know that I like him as a person. He's a good religious man. He has, brings a ton of experience. Hearts is the right place. And, uh, experience, that's a key word. A key word. And, and so, but here's the thing. Uh, was he up for, you know, was he up for communication skills to combat the serious dysfunction, Paul could speak about mental illness, what we started the show with. We're all freaking mentally ill right now with this. In one way or another. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so uh, there needs to be a leader who says, hey, I want to talk to all of you, like all of America. And he does. He tries. He tries. He tries. He doesn't speak very much. 
be honest. He doesn't. Well, he really. avoids. He avoids. He avoids questions yeah. from reporters. He's had a couple if you, of. If you can't delegate in that job, it'll. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, we don't have. Look, Trump was a star. In the same way that, and by the way, being a star doesn't mean you're good. Hitler was a star, but yeah. but Trump was a star. Um, we don't have anybody in the wings. Um, you know, Democrats don't have anybody in the wings. Uh, Democrats keep surrendering issues to Republicans, like freedom Everybody of freedom of speech. Used to be a, a Democratic issue, and and now it's Republicans talking about free speech. Cancel culture is the weirdest phrase because. I always saw people get canceled if they pissed people off. I mean, mm. it always happened. Uh, poor Pee Wee Herman's like, what about me? This happened a long time Yeah, what did I do? <laughs> How about Al Franken? I was in the movies. Basically, long. <laughs> if you worked for a corporation and pissed enough people off, they canceled you. There's nothing yep. different right. about now. Right. Um, and, you know. Except uh, now the champion being a victim is champion. But, but the right-wing media is so effective at messaging and the messaging is so simple and hypnotic and designed to go to people. Look, you shouldn't have to, like, have a degree, a master's degree in a political science. Right. But you sort of do today to understand anything, you know. And so, uh, yeah, it's just not enough kindness out there. That's what we need more of. A lot of fear-based stuff going and on. And you know you're doing it right if it's to people you can't stand. <laughs> winner winner anyway, sorry <laughs> i know i i love i do love uh, it's funny people say why don't you let them speak i love that i'm the one i'm the only one with my opinion uh and i i just like the challenge i guess i don't know oh you like to stir it up that's what you live for i do i do yeah. all right uh, spike you got an uninterrupted minute go ahead <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to talk about stuff. 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 All right. Yes. I have too much stuff. Yep. We are getting more stuff. Why is that? My, 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 my wife lost her dad last year. Yeah. Oh, I told you guys about that. Yes. Great man. And, I mean, one of the greatest guys I've ever known in my life. Um, and he had a home in Washington. And he and his partner, his lady, had a home in Arizona. And which meant they had two homes worth of stuff. Yep. And now that he's gone... My wife and her sister are dealing with the stuff, divvying up the, the furniture. Stuff. Yes. no one and wants that's a burden. Stuff. Oh, and it's yeah. sentimental oh, my, stuff ever. To, yeah, that's yeah. it's it's the it's. I mean, I I lost my mom, Bob. You remember when I lost my mom when we were I still do. in the air? It was horrible, but I didn't have to go through my mom's home because my dad was still around, right? And you know, their home was still their home, and it was his home. Um, and my we've got we've got enough stuff for two families already. In my garage is a third of my dad's, Melissa's dad. I call him dad because he was a wonderful, sure, he was yeah. like a dad, more than I could ever hope for. Um, I've got a third of his stuff in my garage. Oh, boy. My sister, my wife and, and her sister are right now in eastern Washington going through another third of his stuff that we oh. had to put into storage when he passed. Oh. They're going to bring that stuff home to my house. Mm. Out front of my house right now today is a truck with a trailer behind it tomorrow morning i get to drive that to eastern washington to bring home two harleys now don't get me wrong you know i love them i've got three in my garage two more are coming home mm -hmm. oh, man. i don't know where this i'm gonna put one in the bathroom and sh and have to sit on it when i shower <laughs> i mean it's there's just so much stuff and and, and it's it's so hard to make the decisions yeah. uh, that's that that's what's harder for my my wife and her sister sure Sure. Then dealing with the stuff is you have to touch every living th everything this, uh, the this time. life collected. It's time consuming. 
And yep. it's every everything is a decision. Yeah. Is it, it, am I am I am I dishonoring his memory by not keeping this? And and um, keep in mind state, that my father. Estate sales estate sales well, solve these problems mm, very easily. They, they, you just have do. to stay out of the way. Oh, but that feels like that feels like oh, taking yeah. your dog to be put down, doesn't it? I've, it really I've does. Done it. Yeah. I've done it. And yeah. Melissa's dad was was at Boeing for forty some years. He was the head oh of the tool making division. Oh my god. Which meant that when 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 a project came down the Boeing pipeline, whether it be commercial or military uh, and a new job was had to be, a new thing had to be created a new process mm -hmm. had to be done they needed a tool M M melissa's dad designed and made tools to do jobs that had never been done before mm -hmm. wow so his garage was like the the smithsonian of greece i mean it was right. just tools 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 there are three of every tool you've ever imagined hmm. in his garage and now all that's in a storage would unit you like to trade for some old bob spike and joe memorabilia <laughs> i love tools do you love to do there were things I, I in this garage too. there were things in this garage i have never even seen before i've like wow. i've i pick up some, i have no idea what this is even supposed to do yes yeah, spe highly tool. specialized yeah absolutely yeah you know and 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 the girls have you know they've they've decided to keep certain things my wife melissa when when dad's home, when they were, she was emptying his home last spring when we realized he wasn't gonna be able to come back up to washington for the summers anymore um, you know, she built a toolbox for all four granddaughters Aww. of of their pops' tools. You know, the essentials that every toolbox should have for their yep. homes Aww. as they grow and, and and build their families and their lives. But nobody needs a standing drill press, and I've got three. <laughs> you know, so band band saws, table saws, machine lays. I got them. You want them? I got them. Come on down to Spike's Garage. So is, <laughs> is this like last week where we're opening it up to the audience if they no, want this stuff? No, not at all. Okay. Not at all. Not at all. I, I'm I'm just I'm just commiserating for my my wife yeah. and her poor sister. Yeah. Who have to go through losing their dad every time they touch a wrench. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They have to go through it again. What do you think the solution is? Um. Yeah, that what's that that woman's name Marie Kondo <laughs> just yeah bring her in its, bring her in thank her thank her for thank it for its time and its service in our lives give, and say goodbye to it give the energy out to the universe yeah. again yeah That's, and and the girls the girls are trying forward. their best to do that mm -hmm. you know they've they've they're contacting fr friends and family who who knew my father-in-law who knew how well he cared for his things and helped you know I mean I'll give you an example my father-in-law had a house over in East Wenatchee, right? Beautiful home, hillside, view of the valley, view of the mountains, view of the river. Beautiful. Up in the garage, or up in the attic was a full toolkit. Down in the basement below, in the crawl space below the house, was a full toolkit. Because ah. this guy's like, why would I haul tools up and down ladders? I've got to have a There's tool. A I've got to have tools on two different floors. I love it. There, yeah. there yeah. were tools on three floors. Yeah. There was already wow. a waiting toolkit under the house. There was a waiting toolkit up in the attic. So here's the, th here's the thing. Around. Here's what you should do. You should get rid of your stuff to make room for his stuff. And keep his. <laughs> oh, um, I've, I've spent the last two week. I've spent the last two weekends in my garage. Making room. Making, I love uh, it. Making room. I love I've it. I've taken things to Goodwill. I've taken things to the dump. Yeah. I've taken things. This is a problem, by the way, that I've, people don't have in Ukraine this week. So uh, we're very, very this sorry is a for first, you. This is a first world problem. It I is, know, absolutely. I mean, I know. Americans, yeah. we yeah. all, even without... Um, estate oh. sales. We all have too much stuff. But my much my mother was a classic pack rat, and and my my sister, when my mother was asleep, would just take things out of her closet, her walk-in closet, because you couldn't get in there, and she would just donate them. My mother never even knew it was happening. And that you know, th there's and, a system I think where you you go to your closet and turn all the hangers backwards. Yeah. And after a month, and if you don't, if you, you know, and, and everything, a year everything or it's a month. still backwards. Yeah, um, yeah a year is better. Yeah, but give it away. Yeah. I know, believe, and my away. wife's mm -hmm. getting better at it, but. You know, Bob, you know that I've burned my house down. 
Oh, when you were a kid. It was do, <laughs> technically well, your when, parents' When house. I was a kid, yeah. yeah. Right, when I was a kid. And, I, and, I've talked, <laughs> yeah. and, and looping back to mental health, I've talked to a mental health professional who told me, the reason I don't get rid of anything oh, in my life yeah. is because at one time yeah. I lost everything. Wow. And now I have okay. just, I have, you know, I cling to every, every little scrap of... Every, I've got attachment you know, juggling disorder, balls. Yeah. It is. It's mm. an attachment disorder. When you say juggling because balls, do you mean? I've got, I've got a set of juggling balls. <laughs> the kind that a clown Some, would use. My, yes. This is inappropriate, Bob. No, because I know that Spike has had testicular cancer, so I believe there's a deep psychological reason he has juggling there's, balls. Right, the, only, the only full set of balls I have are right here on my desk. <laughs> He's only got one. Like uh, he's only got one Bob, as, as uh, current equipment attached to himself. Bob, you are reaching up for the gutter again. That's all right. All right, we're we're almost out of time here, um, but that's a that's a heartwarming uh, story, Spike. And I know it'll be tough, but there's a couple of solutions uh, thought about. Some of them about my own stuff. Uh, one is to just feel good about donating stuff. Just yeah. donate and give, 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 give. Um, and, uh, and the other is anything that makes you sentimental and you don't want to give it or don't want to part with it, take a picture of it and put them all in an album so that you can look back fondly and remember them. That's a great idea. Yeah, that is. Really you got a digital, uh, you know, digitize yeah. it. They used to put stuff on, uh, what they call it? Microfish, microfiche. Mi microfiche. Yeah, yeah. Microfiche. Yeah. microfiche. Yeah. yeah. Microfiche. Um, and and as a pescatarian, a he came out with that right away. All I need now is a, a, phone, a phone with 20 yeah. grams so I can get all the damn pictures on it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, that's a thought. Um, right. Here's something I will leave you with because you're all a bunch of liberals and you'll enjoy this. Uh, is my favorite meme of the week. It says, if your kids are old enough to learn about a 12-year-old Virgin Mary getting impregnated while betrothed to a 30-year-old carpenter, they're old enough to hear that Josh has two moms. There you yeah. go. Absolutely. Um, I just oh, thought I'd throw that yep. out at you. Uh, that's the whole... That's, that's like the one... What, what, what was... What was the name of the of the, of the young uh, African American girl who went to school down in Georgia? You know, the one that was the very famous photograph of the of the young young black girl being escorted into school by U.S. Marshals, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. from the '60s. I watched Fox yes, News. You, I never you, saw you, it. Sorry. <laughs> there was no Fox News. I'm just saying. A, that was, a, no, a, during the segregation meme, era. This is but we live in different yeah. worlds. Yeah. Go ahead. Anyway, a similar meme is like if if this 12 year old was tough enough to go to school in these conditions, your 12 year old is tough enough to learn about it. Ah, yeah. Right. Ooh, uh, I, I I saw one that that uh, probably shouldn't have gotten out, but it was the Easter Bunny rolling away the stone and Jesus saying, "Hey, I owe you for this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make you a star. Love it. <laughs> All right, everybody. Um, thank you very much for making this easy during the travel, and we'll be back next week, probably at our regular time, recording Thursday night is what we're shooting for. And uh, God bless everybody. Take care of each other. Be nice to each other." Especially yeah. people you don't want to be nice to. That's the right. being nice that I believe gets you the most brownie points in heaven. Just oh, to, you know, or wherever it so is. Re yeah. Reach out with an open hand, not the backhand. Yes, That's exactly. It. I like it. <laughs> right, love, nice. love your enemies. The Bob and Zip Show. Play with his wang each time I get caught.
get the same old thing. Don't do no huggy, no kissy. Priests don't even get a wedding ring. My bishop, my buddy, please put my case on the back shelf. He said, just bless that wine and keep this all between ourselves. feel the same way why don't they cut me a break and let me build my own cow but they said no tuggy no monkey he took a little chastity vow hey johnny my pope please don't ask and don't tell he said don't follow no miners keep your hands to yourself Secret for the rest of your life. He told his mama and daddy, and then they called Channel 5. My Lord, my Savior, please don't burn me in hell. He said, Don't hand me that line and toddle off to yourself. Hello there, son. I am Father Gagan. What might your name be? I'm Bubba. Oh, Bubba, that's quite a nice name. You're a big fella, aren't you? Oh, Lord, have mercy. 